Unplanned Trek. Yes, welcome to Unplanned Trek. And my name is I. Unplanned Trek today. I am joined by my son, Jack. Hello, Jack. How are you today? Hello. I've been on the show once before when we did our Strange New Worlds bonus episode a fair while ago. That's right. And now we're looking at a Next Generation episode called The Host. In this episode, a symbiont um, is... Uh, damaged and needs to be uh, have emergency treatment. He becomes part of Commander Riker and helps with negotiations between two warring peoples at the time. The the uh, B story, if you like, is Dr. Crush's romantic involvement with the symbiont. And that's essentially the episode. Anything yeah. you know about what happens in the, it wasn't, in the plot? It wasn't... The plot wasn't too... Like, most episodic stories could be if it was stretched out more information could be like its own movie really but this one was more like sort of a stepping stone not really needing to watch not as a necessity yeah true next gen series i actually think this episode's a stepping stone towards planting the idea of symbiote symbiont characters because that's what happens in deep space nine one of the main characters there dax is a symbiont and um, that gets explored for essentially the seven seasons of Deep Space Nine. But we'll jump into this show and explore it on our current themes that we have on Unplanned Trek, or as we say... Unplanned Trek! Is it worse than Chrysalis? Or is it better than... Spark a mark, spark a mark, spark a mark. It's a good question, even if it's not a good song. What do you <laughs> think, Jack? I don't think it, I wasn't there. I did, I have watched Spark a Mark, but mm-hmm. not the other one. Chrysalis is a. It's not as bad as Chrysalis. Yeah, this I episode's say a good so. episode. Do you think it's it, as good as Spock and Mock? No, I don't either. Spock and Mock was a really good episode. So the answer to that question is no, but the extra question I put into this segment is. If this was the first Star Trek episode you'd ever seen, would you watch a second episode? Did this episode do enough to keep you interested? It shows us a doctor, shows us counsellor, shows up, shows off some science fiction stuff. Probably it, I would have to take some effort to, though, because it's a bit too romantic. Okay. First episode. Yeah. I reckon I'd keep going. I think there was enough into it for me to go, yeah, I'll watch a second episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'd probably give this episode itself a score of about 8 out of 10. What do you reckon, Jack? Yeah, I'd probably put it a bit lower, personally. All right. Probably, Would maybe... you say it like this? 8 out of 10, like lower. <laughs> no, more like a 5 out of 10. Oh, a 5 out of 10. Well, that's yeah. actually worse than Chrysalis. I actually well, say all Trek is good Trek, and for just automatically being an episode, you get a 6 out of 10. <laughs> I haven't watched Chrysalis, but... All right. I, I might change that score... <laughs> Next time I come back on the show, maybe I'll watch it in between. Maybe. All right. See which one's better. Okay, let's move on to the next part. The Riker Medal. I just love giving out Riker Medal points. Riker Medal points go to any romantic interest in the episode. And when I started doing this podcast, I thought this would be an easy medal to do. Yeah. But there's so many things that happen in episodes that are almost romantic yeah. on the cusp of romantic and that happens in this episode we've got a few to, romantic couples to look at so jack which one would you like to look at first well, the f- 
actually, when the episode straight after the main, we first see Crusher talking about a personal log, Wesley mm. finally writes back. That's something important. Yeah, but, but that's not romance. That's, yeah. that's son and, son and <laughs> um, mother stuff. And then we first see... And then we go straight in and then straight with the kiss between Odam, which is a new character, mm-hmm. uh, who's a symbiote, in, and then there's host, but we don't know that yet. Yep. But we come in straight with a kiss and then... So Odan and Crusher yeah. straight up get points. Now the symbiote does land in Riker later. And Riker and Crusher share a passionate yeah, kiss do, as well. Yeah, they do one kiss there. So, Dr. Crusher, you're getting two points. And William Riker, you're getting a point in your own medal. And you didn't even know about it. That's right. We didn't even know that, that we got a medal chiselled in your honour, mate. But you get a point here for your uh, interpretation in this episode. We also saw, Jack, a consoling cuddle between... The Captain Picard and Dr. Crusher. Yeah. Now, is a cuddle worth a point? Probably not, yeah. It was more of a friendly cuddle. It is a friendly cuddle. We're, and we're allowed to have friends. But you know who doesn't make friends? Who? Riker. With Riker, it's just all in. Um, and that's how you get Riker medal points. You don't get Riker medal points for a nice little cuddle, which yeah. you and I have from time to time. <laughs> so, that, so we're giving two to Beverly. One to Riker and one to Odam. Yes. The Captain Jean-Luc Picard medal. When I have a guest on the show, I like to get them involved by giving out some votes. And before this episode started, I asked Jack if he wanted to look at the positives or the negatives. And he's a glass half full boy, this lad. And he said, give me the positive vote. So, Jack... Who did you give one vote to? Well, for one vote, I gave it to Crusher because she was standing up to herself when the symbiote was in Riker. Mm-hmm. Um, she was with Crusher, I mean, not Crusher, she was with Troy. Mm-hmm. And Troy was saying, sort of let it out, which half was trying to help, but didn't really get executed in the right way. Did you think she was just more after gossip than helping? I, I wouldn't say, I think she was trying to help Okay. But she could have done it differently. Hmm. So that's why Crusher gets one. one vote, but we do get a kiss between them, as we saw in the Riker medal. Yep, so she's getting lots of votes for different things, Crusher, in yeah. this episode. Who are you giving two votes to? Oh, two, actually, I'm giving it to Troy, because yeah. she, like, senses something weird about Odan, and she goes, she finds Crusher to try to help her, and she goes back again when we know that um, Odan is a symbiote, and goes to tell her and then help her again. Cool. All right. Two to Troy. So three votes. Who's the best player in this episode? I think it would be Riker because he showed compassion for Odan. He didn't transport him because he knew he would die, but he just didn't know why, but he still did it anyway. And he also got the... He was the host. He became the host He literally put his body on the line for it, didn't he, for the peace talk? So I gave him three votes because without him... Um, Odin would have died and the war would have commenced. I was actually quite impressed with um, Jonathan Frakes, the actor that plays Riker. When he played the role of having the symbiont with him, he he actually looked a lot different. Yeah. Like he, his posture changed, his demeanour changed. Um, I thought it was really well acted by Jonathan Frakes as well. I mean, we don't usually go into giving... Um, we're not giving votes for acting. Yeah. But I was impressed by how that was portrayed in this episode. Yeah, I do have some, like 
points that nearly were awarded. Oh, yeah, give us the nearly points. Yeah, like... Um, Honourable mentions, we call them. Yeah, so the ambassador, he was, like, very dizzy and Data kept on catching him, which is very good. Oh, yeah, so Data did a good job. Yeah, and also um, Wesley finally writes back. But that's not always a good thing because he could have done a lot more than a letter. You know what? That's going to be talked about in the very next segment. The Keiko O'Brien Medal. Well, we've done the positives, so now we need to go to the other side of the spectrum and go straight to the negatives. So my dad's ready to go, got all of his stuff lined up. Thanks, Jack. So, yes, one vote this week, and I hate doing this because he's the best captain in the fleet. But Captain Picard, you get one vote, buddy. First of all, he felt very uncomfortable talking about romance with Dr. Crusher. He, wa- he didn't want to be involved. He didn't want to be in that room at all. He kind of just went, mm-hmm, okay. Yeah, can we, can we talk about something? Oh, yeah, we're still talking about this, are we? Okay. I am your friend, but... Yeah, I am your friend, but let's just talk about... Let's, can we talk about the book I'm reading? Because he's always got books. Yeah. Anyway, so um, the progress. other thing he did in this episode is he kept on asking Odin to go into different rooms to talk. And he wasn't in very good physical condition. You know, he was almost dying. Yeah. <laughs> and he'd be like, hey... He'd walk into the room and go, hey, can we go in another room and talk? Yeah. And he'd be like, yeah. What's wrong there? Okay. Why don't we just talk where we are, mate? If there's people in the room you don't want to listen to the conversation, ask them to leave. Don't make Odan do all the hard work. And also, sometimes they'll just get Crusher and Odan to go. And they're obviously having... Tr- Crusher's obviously having troubles when... He's got when when Rorika is the host. Yep. So there's going to be some troubles with that. He doesn't care about those troubles, does he? He just... He's oblivious to them. Yeah. Two votes. Do you know who's getting these? No. Data. Again, this hurts. Data's usually a positive vote getter. Yeah. But you know what he was doing? He's funny too. He he is funny. He was just getting in the way. Odan and Crusher were trying to get romantic... And Data's there the whole time going, how about, how about we do something else? Well, the three of us. Yeah. Why don't we go to Ted Ford? Why don't we do our jobs? And they're like, no, how about you do the jobs of all of us and we'll go and, we'll go and have a kiss in the turbo. That's sort of like a negative for both. Yeah, but he just didn't take the hint. Yeah. You know? Anyone else would go, oh, three's a crowd. You guys, you guys are wanting time by yourselves. Data? Nah. <laughs> Whatever you guys are doing, I'm up for it too. That's what yeah. Data was doing. <laughs> With three votes. You kind of touched on this in your segment, Jack. Yeah. Wesley Crusher. Now, we didn't see Wesley in this episode. No, we just heard his name being spoke. Yeah. In the pre-title sequence, Dr. Crusher does a chief medical officer's log. Personal log. Personal log. And she mentions that she's got a letter from Wesley. Finally. Yeah. From like Wesley. after a while. Yeah. Now, Wesley, you're at Starfleet Academy. Make the most of your time, mate. We don't. We want to see you studying. When you're not studying, we want to see you partying with your friends. We want to see you um, maybe getting in a bit of trouble with Boothby the gardener by maybe walking, not walking on the path, by trampling on the flowers because you're catching balls, or maybe having a romantic kiss behind a tree. That's the kind of stuff you do at the academy. You don't go, hey guys, I'm going to have an early night tonight so I can write to my mum. <laughs> you know what? You're at the academy, make the most of it. Forget about your mum. Also, if you're going to send something to your mum, then maybe maybe you could send a holodeck program with him actually in it 
or even like a actually meeting your own person, maybe taking a day off on the weekends or whatever. It's a very good point. Now, Jack, you're currently 11 years old. So it's probably in the next five or six years that an hour will come from Hogwarts asking you to join Starfleet Academy, right? Yeah. When you get that hour, don't write to your mum, okay? <laughs> She'd be happy with a phone call once in a while, but that will do. A couple of holiday programs sent. But, yeah, that will do. Don't write to your mum like Wesley does in this episode. Wesley, if I had more votes to give, you'd get them, mate. But you're getting three this episode. line of the episode there are two lines that stood out to me one was beverly you're in love yeah i heard that and i said dad quickly write down that's the best line of the entire episode i loved it <laughs> the other line i actually think i prefer it was dr crusher saying to beverly data there is a time when every second counts which line do you think is the best one jack i they're both by like One's by Crusher, one's, one's by, by Crusher, Troy. One's by Troy. They're, they're like sort of on the same brave wave mm. length in, in the episode. But I think Troy just stole it from Crusher there. Excellent. Thank you, Jack. And that nearly wraps up this episode. But folks, I'd like to introduce you to Jack's sister, Zoe. Now, Zoe, do you know Hello. what the name of this show is? Unplanned Red said especially well thank you zoe zoe's going to join us in a future episode as well we're going to watch an episode together aren't we zoe and, yep. and measure it on the same metrics that jack and i have looked at it today so thank you for coming in and saying hello to our our friends out there zoe it's okay i'll see you all soon <laughs> but what jack and i have done is we have written on all the walls around the house all the episodes and movies in the Star Trek franchise to work out what on earth we're going to do next. And Jack just got the Nerf gun out while we were talking to Zoe. What? And the bullet has hit somewhere. Jack, what are we watching this week in readiness for the next episode of... Unplanned Trek. So he has hit Star Trek for the Voyage Home, which is the one with the whales. Guys, it's the best movie in any... In the world! It's just the best movie. It's just all around. It's really good. It's family friendly. It's not too punchy, punchy. Just the one thing, just a nerve pinch in there at times. <laughs> but it's a great you sound movie. like you've already seen it. Yes, well, maybe I've seen it, but I've seen all the movies, so. I guess you have seen it. <laughs> and look, I did say it's the best movie ever. Maybe that's jumping the gun a little bit. We all know that the 1990 movie. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is the best movie of all time. If you disagree with me, I'm not going to answer any questions because it is the best movie of all time. Yeah, totally. You'd like it? Would you say it's totally tubular? Mm, no. Uh, <laughs> well, every year on my birthday, I watch the Ninja Turtles movie from 1990. And now we have to watch Star Trek 4 too. Oh, that's a good day. Um, so, guys, watch Star Trek for the voyage home this week, or as we call it, the one with the whales. Um, and get ready for the next episode of... Unplanned Trek. Jack and Zoe, thank you so much for being on this show today. I really appreciate you making this podcast a family-friendly one. And to everyone that's been listening to 
unplanned trek if this is your first one or if you've been listening from the start i appreciate you having a listen feel free to send me a tweet guys at unplanned trek until next time safe voyages it's just not what you'd expect that's because it's unplanned trek unplanned